All right. Good morning. Teach teach better family. I was going to say administrators, but I guess, you know, on it's YouTube, it's going to be a whole, whole family, family here, right? So uh, if you were able to join us this morning, thank you so much. Uh, it was so much fun to see so many phenomenal administrators and educational leaders. And man, it was such a rich conversation this morning. And yeah. I mean, I think it really was helpful that I had the presence of Jeff Gargas with me. So definitely. I, mean, I, just, I think it would have fell apart otherwise, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Clearly, I think I said four words. So, you know, it's <laughs> the energy that was felt, though, just from your presence was <laughs> the energy immense. of Jeff being here. Yes, it was a good conversation, though. Um, good crew, as always. Um, yes. But good conversation. Um, and we can dive right into it. I think we, we, we started off with like the idea what was your actual i can't remember what your actual question was it was it was spilling the beans right is that what it was yeah well, how do you so this... how do you summon the energy that's what it was right because i knew i'm like it was the energy but what was the actual question yes. so the question that josh posed was how do you summon the energy to conquer the day um and one recommendation that came up that i'm a i'm in full support of is the, a book which is the miracle morning by hal hal elrod um and actually we mentioned that book, but then we also was mentioned that there's actually like a teacher's version of that too. Mm -hmm. I've read the miracle morning, have not read the, the teacher's version. I assume it's basically the same with some yeah. little tweaks. Um, but talking about that and going through how changing your morning routine and really embracing the morning has allowed, there's several people who talk about how that, whether they read the book or not, how just that changing that in morning and kind of embracing the morning and like, debunking the fact of I'm not a morning person, I was allowed them to have that energy, which then carries them through the day, which I, and you and I have had this conversation, Chad and I have this conversation when I get a good night's sleep and I'm up early, my day is completely different and in, in a better way. Mm -hmm. Um, one of our administrators mentioned like that they are able, they've always been person that if they, if they've got 15, 20 minutes to get up, get ready and get to school, they can do that and they'll be on the game. But they love now after switching and embracing the morning that they've got, two hours yep. they get a workout in they can sit down and sip the coffee stuff like that and that's what i love when i get up early and i get and i have the time before like anything else like my house starts to wake up or before i have to worry about anything i i can i can get ready ready at a little bit slower casual pace i get a cup of coffee i get to sit and like sip on it and enjoy it maybe turn on some espn maybe not maybe just sit in silence with some sometimes i'm not gonna lie it's I sit on the couch with my coffee in silence in the dark yeah. and it's just like peaceful, um, which is good for my brain. And that just sets me up for the day. So, so I thought that was a really good conversation. And then another, um, another administrator, Josh, and then I, maybe I will stop talking. I didn't get to talk as much during this meeting. So I got to talk now. I mentioned, I really like this, that, uh, he, he said that he, he really like, um, changed the, how do you say it? the change, the patterns of, mm -hmm what he does in the morning when he gets there. And this, this particular gentleman was talking about like realizing that people are what, what get him energized and what get him energy. And he's, he had been like getting in, he gets bogged into like emails and into the, like the logistics of his job. And he changed that and started like making a point that no, nah, I don't do any of that. I'm out with the buses. I'm with my teachers out there. I'm meet, greeting the kids. I'm which by the way is good for culture too, but just on purely personal level for him it just changes energy in the morning which then propels yeah. him into the, the day so uh that great conversation i really enjoyed the the start of it, it was a good conversation good uh a great start in 
uh, question, Josh. So, well, it wasn't from me. It was actually from one of our other administrators. Of course, I mean, I've been I've been asking, you know, on Facebook and Boxer for folks to you know drop questions in there for us for each week. As many know, we aren't doing themes each month, so um, it was great to to get that. I think the question was more posed with like. Hey, I'm drinking an insane amount of coffee. <laughs> what, what else is everyone else doing? Because it's not working. And I think this is uh, something as far as like an energy hack. Uh, a lot of administrators fall into this. Um, some people were talking to about like coming back from break and feeling kind of sluggish. Others were talking about the afternoon, how, you know, they, they feel fine in the morning. But then, you know, during a certain time frame, they, they start to kind of um, feel that energy dip a little bit. So, yeah, I think everyone really focused on the morning and changing their habits to make it a little bit more healthy. I know for myself, you know, you were talking about email when I would get up and go and check my email, like the anxiety of my day, the stress would start to build <laughs> about going into the office or kind of like begrudgingly get in the car, uh, knowing that all of the, all of these things were waiting for me. And so, yeah, I, I stopped that because it was just kind of getting me into this like negative mind frame before even starting my day. Um, and email obviously is important, but at the same point, like I felt like I had to kind of put a barrier there for my own mental health because I started to have this negative perception of the job before I even walked through the door. So I just kind of stopped that. Now, now were, did you, as an administrator, did you have set times that you checked in on email or, or were you always ready for the emergency? It's a weird, it's a, it's a, it's a tough balance. Cause obviously as, as a leader of, a, of either a, a school building or a district, like you need to be available for emergencies, but yes, there's also this balance of like when it comes to email that can be, it can just drag you so quickly and so far, even if it's not necessarily an emergency or that important. And so one tactic that some people do is like, they've got set times that they check their emails. Um, but I know some people struggle with that. Cause like, wait a minute, what if I don't have a time for an hour, but in 10 minutes an emergency comes through and I don't see it. And sometimes that's just, well, there should be different ways for emergencies to come mm -hmm. through. That should be a text or a call or a radio or whatever versus that. But like, did you set, did you have set times where, and then communicating people and say, Hey, look, I check my emails at 10 o'clock at noon at, you know what I mean? Like, or were yeah. you just not, didn't worry about it when you first got there. So it didn't ruin your morning. So when I was first starting administration, I was 24 seven, you can get a hold of me through email. I respond. Yeah, sure. You know, and I was emailing at insane hours. 2 a.m. on a Sunday. And exactly. <laughs> and people would be like, why did, you know, why are you emailing me at that time? Yeah. Um, but I just felt like, oh, this is what I have to do. But then it was taken away from family time. And it was taken away from mm -hmm. my attention in other areas of my life. And so I felt like, you know, as I started to go, I started to get more rigid about when I was checking it. And then finally, I was getting to the point where I was like, if I leave the building, I'm not checking it. And I know my boss didn't love that, but at the same point, like it didn't change. If it was an emergency, I got text messages, I got phone calls, I got other ways that people got a hold of me. And there were plenty of nights where my attention was needed for, you know, some type of student incident or something that was going on beyond the campus. And of course, I, I made sure that that was important. I, I worked through that above my contract hours, but. I didn't feel like that was something that I needed to be present for. And a lot of times the things that they were emailed that were supposed or perceived emergencies were things that people ran down and talked to me about too. So like there were so many times I had conversations that were also in my inbox. And so 
it's well because they shoot I, I you the email and that's not quick yeah. enough so then i run down and get you anyway so yeah. it's just wasted time and yeah. energy and so email was although i find there's a purpose and importance to it at the same time it's also a time suck both yeah. in the office and outside of the office yeah and most things most days are not emergencies no they are not and, and to your point like I, i'm not emailing you with an emergency no like I'm calling That's you or I'm texting you or I'm running yep. down to get you or I'm radio. And if we have radios, like right. I'm, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, so good conversation. So, I mean, you know, I think the takeaway there is as you think through your day and how you structure your day and specifically in this conversation, your mornings, how can you uh, make some adjustments and adjust the pattern of the energy that is coming in or going out and mm -hmm. embrace your mornings to set yourself yourself up for a stronger afternoon. And I think that kind of can go all throughout the day. It's like, all yep. right, great. I've adjusted my morning. How do I adjust my, that, that after lunch point? Right. Yep. Like, cause that's another, I got to get over that last two hour hump and stuff. So I think really thinking through where's your energy going and where, where are you getting the, the positive energy from? Um, and can you get more of that? To get through yeah, it, and, so. and just changing it sometimes even just small habits too, you know, like yeah. instead of having that, you know, going in the front office and cramming down three donuts and having a sugar eye that eventually makes you crash, like, you know, maybe maybe don't do that anymore, you know, or <laughs> you know, uh <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe you're dehydrated, you know, there's other things too yeah. that that might be, you know, just maybe having an extra cup of water in the afternoon. Um, you know, I maybe even just taking a five to 10 minute break where you shut your door and you just decompress without having the, the stress of, of people around too, you know, like there are types of, of things that you can put in place um, that are tiny and maybe seem minute, but have a giant impact on the back end of your day. Yeah. So true. Uh, so moving on, Josh, some of the other conversation, um, what, what was sort of, there was a few different places we went. What was sort of the yeah. one that, that stuck out at you that we want to share right now? Well, I think we were talking about just like the investigative process, um, you know, when things are reported, kind of mm -hmm. what that procedure was, um, the staff training of that, because a lot of times, um, you know, different terms and recognizing behaviors and then, of course, consequences on the back end um, are misperceived or done incorrectly we're talking all we, about like student issues or issues related issues. to or yep. either with or between students and things of that nature yeah yeah but and then also on the the other end too of just like confidentiality as an administrator and yep. what we can share with parents what we can share with students and then staff and then unfortunately just the other side of that with the mistrust that may come with that mm -hmm. lack of information and yeah. how we combat that with our with our teachers and our parents specifically um just with the idea that they think there's a lack of information, which then equals a lack of consequences that have been provided to the student and just kind of like where that comes from, where that originates. So, yeah, we were kind of all over the place with this topic, but I thought yeah. it was a really rich conversation. Yeah, and I think the general theme that you kind of touched on was is the idea of making sure that your staff, you and your staff and honestly, your community, your parents, stakeholders, everybody, that there is a the same page or at least in the same chapter of what words mean and how you yes. and your staff, how your team utilizes specific words. You know, some of the things that we talked about were like, you know, bullying and anxiety and depression and, you know, things of that nature that kids deal with and struggle with that can impact them and that you may have to address making sure that there's a common uh, and an understood and very clear of this is what we mean by this. 
And mm-hmm. this, these, this is, or these are the systems that we use for these different things. The systems for how we, how we investigate what you talked about. How yes. do we, how do we level up a case that's more extreme versus maybe you can't, you know, not as bad when do parents need to be brought in all that type of stuff. And I think, because uh, because so much, so many issues can obviously there's some issues that like you just can't win like right like sometimes there's parents that are going to be upset and stakeholders yeah. be upset and you're going to have a struggle and it, and it is what it is that's part of the the very difficult job you have but a lot of times it's miscommunication or lack of communication yep. um, that can lead to, to to your point that distrust because there's because when I don't understand you I I get worried I get feared I get confused maybe I get upset I don't feel heard. And now, you know what I mean? So, so I think that's really, it seemed like everyone sort of continued harping on the fact that like, we need to make sure that we are all speaking the same language, Correct. that we are communicating clearly with everyone who may be involved and needs to be involved so that when something happens, big or small, we know how we're supposed to handle it, who's supposed to be involved and how we communicate that to all parties. And I think that was a big takeaway from that one. Oh my goodness. Yes. I, I think there's, especially on the parent side of things, I think there's, such a disconnect between understanding what is required mm-hmm. within a situation um, when something is, you know, brought to the administration and there's an investigation and there's policies and procedures that we mm-hmm. have to follow from the state and from the district and there's a whole legal process. And so like for a lot of my job as an administrator was, was essentially training, was training the students, training the staff, training the parents on like what the process and procedures are because they don't know. And so when they, there is a lack of knowledge there, then a lot of times, regardless of the party, they, they do have some mistrust because, you know, when they, when they have a gap of, of understanding, then typically what happens is that they insert a negative, right? (laughs) So, you know, fill in the blank, what that negative is, but it it tends to, to not go well. And that's when you get, you know, upset um, parties. That's when you get upset teachers. That's when you get upset parents or, or students about like, oh, you're not doing your job or, you know, um, like I said, fill in the blank as far as the negative, but, you know, for myself, it was trying to communicate as much as possible. So they understood exactly. And there was no surprises. There was no misconception. Um, and that's going as far as definition of, of what's going on to, like I said, the, the investigation process, timelines, procedure, and then as much information as possible on, on the other end with the consequences, if, if one was provided. Good conversation. Um, appreciate everyone's input. We had a great group this morning. So thank you to everyone that was there with us live. Uh, if you listen on the podcast, thanks for listening uh, or watching on YouTube or wherever you're at. I appreciate you being there. Make sure you go to teachbetter.com slash mastermind to register. It is 100% free for administrators. Uh, gets you into the private Facebook group and obviously the links for our weekly meetings uh which are optional but on every tuesday at 9 a.m eastern time so uh if you even if you can't attend the the live events um get in the facebook group There's a lot of great conversations going on there a lot of support there for you as well so yeah uh i think that's all we got for him today josh i think so it was a great all conversation right. and i can't wait to yeah. see everyone next week we'll see you next week mm-hmm.